I want you guys to play with me for just a moment here. Can you feel that? This is the juice. Or my pants. What do I look like, a pants goblin? I'm a femme bisexual glamour goblin. Thank you for listening to Hog Story. Where I'm I'm just here wondering, am I in the correct reality? I'm Fletcher. Where hair and makeup exists for the audio-only podcast, I'm Carolyn Blaney. me for just a moment here. Some of the higher vibrations are love, joy, appreciation, and excitement. And it's your job to always engage the highest vibration available to you. The highest vibration. That's why we're here. Fletcher, are your vibrations high? Uh, of course they are. Because... And it's a Monday. Absolutely. That's why. Mondays, am I right, Joe? You said it, guy. Yeah! Yep, and I want to... But we can uh, breathe in. And hit a clip. Monday. Uh, it is Hi, Monday. and happy Monday. It's true. It is happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, too. It is. October the 3rd of 2022. It's, it's the first Monday of October. We're coming into our fifth year of Hog Story. But we're coming in on a fifth year. Wow. This one I call Hot Fudge Monday. So cool. So cool, everybody. And... I, I, do you, do you know the date when we started the show? Uh, no, I do not. So I, I, I definitely, like, I don't have those notes. Like, you have those notes. I do? Yeah, I didn't take them. Oh. So you might have them. I don't know. It's, uh, it's probably on the server or something. Oh, okay. As yeah, it's to, probably um, on the server. Yeah. 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 Well, the uh, the live the live shows I know started in February of 2019, but oh, the okay. actual live tape shows started in uh, uh, I want to say late October. Oh yeah. I, so I, I'm thinking I'm thinking somebody out there probably knows already, and if you know, uh, you can uh, send a send an email. Carolyn at hogstory.net and say uh, subject line this is when hog story started and <laughs> you can tell me because um, I clearly am just you know I don't remember you know I, I you keep you write dates down and then you don't have the notes mm. that's why you have notes people that is why you, you have notes, notes for your show and I, it was on pen and paper it's still on pen and paper Somewhere, somewhere. I I have a I have a whole uh, binder of show notes. I have an archive binder, 
And then uh, a active binder. The active binder needs to be take the old episodes, put it in the archive binder, and mm. then then you have a notebook that you can put more episodes in. So yes, we are getting in on our uh, fifth year of this show. It's very cool. And um, oh, my and, sounds uh, didn't. Didn't oh, sound. Sounds. Oh yeah, it didn't sound. We just got a boostergram in. Oh okay. But it didn't sound because uh, I didn't have um, it routed to the right place. But thanks, Billy Bones, with his seventy five hundred sat saying seven fifty mil is a fifth as well. We had oh, one before cool. the show. It was one two three four from C Brooklyn one twelve saying teest. Teest. Oh, he gave us a teest because. A teest. Uh, I, I I was doing the pre-stream show. Uh, I know Chad is down on mm. uh, on the IRC, and I was because I I figure Stacy is a separate entity, so I was I I was like, can somebody just test it? I mean, I I could test it, but but uh, see, Brooklyn is a, such a champ testing oh, yeah. out uh, Stacy to see if you know the the uh, boostergrams would relay. We so, need justice for Chad. We do now more than ever. On today of all days. Yes. Monday. Monday. Um, um, You want to start off and thank our executive producers? Absolutely. Um, I want to start by thanking, as always, uh, Nodebit. Nodebit. He... He is a... He is a wonderful... wonderful This is the juice. Excellent. We got got one. (laughs) Um, uh, Nodebit, if you are... uh, if you were listening to the show live, it's all thanks to Nodebit. Um, if you are on the IRC channel uh, in in the on the server <laughs> zero node, uh, hashtag Hog Story, um, we it's uh, uh, and you're seeing bots, Chad and Stacy. Uh, uh, don't start talking to them because they are bots. And um, mm. ch- uh, Chad, he does the karma and the weather and uh, the. You want to search on Twitter for some reason, a keyword? Yeah, Shadow would help you about uh, help you out with that. And um, I, th- I think there's Bitcoin uh, checking. I think you can do that. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's cool. And then you got Stacy, who relays. Uh, there's a bot that relays um, the Discord to IRC uh, chat. So if IRC or if Discord's your flavor, uh, we can still see your messages on IRC. It's just super cool. And mm-hmm. uh, and also, uh, Stacy does the uh, boostergrams. So Hogstor- Hog Story Boost Chain. Uh, if you see that on IRC, uh, that uh, that we can ah. read your boostergrams uh, from a, a nude podcast app, uh, Podcasting 2.0 compliant app. And uh, we we love receiving uh, the satoshis and reading your messages, especially reading your messages. And it's all live. It's all out of fun. Yeah, and uh, we also want to thank uh, Void Zero uh, because you know, you know, back <laughs> about, f- about four years ago, Void Zero helped us out getting the show up and running, so uh, we can uh, we could bring it to you, and uh, we and we're always thankful for his uh, his advice, his patience, his kindness. Thank you so much, Void Zero. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. And um, I think I think we have uh, I think we have some boostergrams. We also got some PayPal going on. I, I did read some of the PayPal stuff as well. Oh well, we got uh, we got a ten dollar monthly donation from uh, Cold Acid, the coldest 
of acids. Oh, hey, cold yeah. acid. Do you remember your first blowjob? Cold acid. He hosts a show called Rare Encounter. It looks Mabel like Kirby. somebody's holding Uranus. Uh, every Wednesday at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, RareEncounter.net. And thank ah, you so much. Fuck, fuckity fuckball tits. I think he did a These song. nipples are made for milking, and that's just what they'll do. And one of these days, these nipples will squirt all over you. One of these days. <laughs> one of these days. Sounds like a threat. We're still waiting, cold acid. Yep, I got my milk jugs ready. <laughs> we also got a uh, five Hagaru monthly donation from uh, uh, Kilo Sierra. Oh, Kilo Sierra. Thank you so much. Yes. Love it. We appreciate that. Uh, every every bit helps. It really does. Uh, it does. helps uh, keeps the light on, the smoke a uh, smoking, the yep. internet's uh, interneting, and the photoshoppings, uh, the photoshoppings, the adobes, and uh, the boostgram you heard come in was from Sir Spencer, the Wolf of Kansas City. Ow! Thanks for making me come. Yep. He came in, well, he might have, because he came in with a bunch of 69s in his message. 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, 69, Oh yeah, Net Ned, um, uh, coming in with sixty nine sixty nine, and he says, "Keep it stiff." Sixty nine, sixty nine, dudes. And I'm that gonna give the- her a warm phone with a possible low of sixty nine. <laughs> that is the idea. A possible low. <laughs> possible low. <laughs> well, um. I think I want to open up. I, I think, do we have, I think we had boostergrams before uh, these on the show. Um, I got a beer open. Oh, okay. Well, well, let me join you then. It's a Sierra Nevada. Um, oh, you're digging IPA. the Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Sierra Nevada pale ale. Can conditioned, it says. Is it, is that, a, so it's a smoker conditioned beer? Yeah. I like that. I think that's what we should start off with. And I am enjoying the champagne of the smoker. Oh, Miller yeah. High Life. She. Let's see. I think we did have a boostergram before. Um, we had a I few, think a I think. Um, yeah. Uh, did we get to NetNeds donating in the future with uh, quad threes there? No, no, because that was that was in the that was in the future from the past. Oh, right. Oh, OK. Well, there's also a Johnny Potseed. Mm-hmm. So highbrow, just, I'll drop trowel. Great starter and great show. 4,200 sets. Oh, nice, man. awesome. Thanks, man. I you like need some, that. some uh, higher vibrations there. Uh, some of the higher vibrations are love, joy, appreciation, and excitement. Yeah. Exciting them to higher energies. Do you, do you feel that as well? I feel that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. Yep, the higher vibrations. It's awesome. Can you feel that? <laughs> I, th- I think we all feel that. Yeah, I think so. That's Thanks. wonderful. Uh, there's another one uh, from Billy Bones saying, Time travel in Leet Speak is real. Did 
Ingersoll Rand's time travel affect space time, the space-time continuum? Or did we shift our universe when kicking CERN? Well, <laughs> yeah, I think so. In 2012, we merged realities, dimensions, or whatever you want to say. And now everything after 2012 is a result of that. It was Ingersoll Lockwood. Uh, Ingersoll oh, yes. Rand Ooh. is the, uh, the this map maker. This is the juice. This is the juice. You can read that one from Bully Steed. Oh, Bully Steed uh, comes in with, uh, you'll have to help me out with the sats because I'm reading it from the uh, chat room. Um, oh, it's 11,111. Oh, a row of sticks. Well, Stick. thank you so much, uh, Bully Steed. And she says, it's a Monday. But a I have to, it's a I have to say, well, that's, it's, you know, it's my Canadian tongue, you know. Monday. So that's why I need to hit that. Thank you so much, Bully Steed. We and it's appreciate a Monday. that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> this is the magic of quantum physics. Shift yeah. It's the magic of quantum physics, you know. It is. I blew my do, own do you, mind. Do you feel the uh, magic of quantum physics? I do now. That's good. Yeah, right now. That's good. Excellent. Right now. Thanks for those mm -hmm. boostograms, everybody. You yeah. can uh, call and leave us a voicemail, too. Uh, we got a question. Um, have you ever laughed in dreams? Uh, that that came on from a, a thought I was having while I was driving around, maybe experiencing higher vibrations of my own. Oh. Thinking I had experienced all sorts of emotions in dreams, but mm -hmm. I can't recall ever laughing in a dream. And so I, I want to know, have you ever laughed in a dream? Uh, or you can just share any other emotional experiences you've had in dreams we want to know all about it and uh, you can call us at this number uh which we we have a very cool jingle for that that guitar just like it wails i love it it does wail Oh, I wonder so if somebody good. calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? Well, at least I didn't call her a whale. All I did was call him a faggot. Yep. That's all. That's all I did. Call 911. Yep. Or call us 430-201-4841. That's right. And we'll, uh, we'll take your voicemail. Because that's what you can do. You can leave us a voicemail. And uh, do, do, do we have any voicemails? We have one that came in after the show on Monday, last Monday. Oh, oh, you mean uh, our, our um, Monday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it was our um, it was our our time travel episode, you know. Yes, yes, we were traveling through time, uh, upside, up, 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 down, sideways, inside, under. Yep, that's what we were doing. Um, so uh, you know, why don't we go back in time and hit it with a voicemail? Oh, how about it? You're Jeff Goldblum. Adorable. So, if I were gifted a time machine, would I go mm -hmm. back in time mm -hmm. to my younger self and give the time machine to my younger self so that I could enjoy using the time machine <laughs> as my most energetic and enthusiastic version of me? 
at the risk of fucking everything up because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, would I yeah. travel forwards in time and give the time machine to myself just before I died so that I would have the maximum amount of wisdom mm. in order to make the correct decisions in order to alter the timelines? But at the cost of being almost completely unable to enjoy the improvements that I made, mm -hmm. I, I don't know what I would do. Mm. It's a conundrum. It is a conundrum. You know, I, a I time continuum conundrum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, you know, go back in time and tell your younger, better looking self that you're way better looking than you think. And then you <laughs> go back and, you know, like. It's like, it's that, like that meme of pointing in the mirror, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're totally not fat. You're way not fat. And then you just, like, go back into the future. And then Don't ever go back in the past. Like, and, then and then your past, your past self is like, what, what just happened? Oh, yeah, well, good maybe morning, Julia Joe. Right. you know, may have had it right. Don't ever go back in the past. Yeah, you know what? Good morning, Julia Joe. He knew. He knows what's up, you know? I mean, he may... He, you know, crown molding chair rail. He mm -hmm. built everything. He built everything. He, all those fans in his house. Yeah. I mean, so amazing. He had it right. He just had one, one simple philosophy. Let's go full throttle. Yeah. Full throttle. Full throttle. That's it. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for that voicemail. Uh, was that, um, I'm not sure who that tech was. Wipe maybe? No, no, no. I know tech wipes voice. That is oh, not okay. tech wipe. Oh, okay. It had, a, it had a certain raspiness to it that made me think of Tech White. It did. We haven't heard from Tech Wipe in quite some time. We haven't. Shout out to Tech Wipe. Hope he's all right. And, and I, you know, I was just thinking about what you were saying about laughing in dreams. Mm. I don't think I've, I don't think I've laughed in a dream. You know, I've felt, I've experienced a lot of, uh, um, uh, I like, disappointment and like negative rage. emotions like negative emotions and then i and then sometimes i've woken up from those dreams and then um i uh, my emotions uh like are fed into my waking life yeah from yeah. that dream you feel all and frazzled yeah yeah i feel uh yeah frazzled and uh disjointed um and you don't know what what it is is that you don't understand why um I like you don't really remember what 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 happened in the dream, but you remember what how you felt, yeah, and you felt kind of angry or mm. or um or upset or sad or shame. I felt shame, like I've had reoccurring dreams, and I uh, experienced shame of mm. and and feeling bad about myself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was not desirable. And that was like, whoa, that's not who I am. Um, last night, can I, can I share? Can I, can I share a dream? Oh yeah, uh, would it? Here, wait. Let me um, let me get you this. Uh, oh okay. Before okay. you do that. Okay. It might be it might be needed. Okay. This is a Hog Story special report. With your hosts, John Fletcher. Hi, how are you doing? And Carolyn Blaney. Hello! Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, oh, you're special, right. 
special report. So we're just gonna fucking free ball it, just the two of us. Special fucking episode. You guys ready to do this shit? That's right. Hell yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Well, last night I had a dream where I was in this outdoor market and mm. I was in a, in a line or in the queue oh, to, yes. to, to buy some meat. Um, I remember it was meat. Of course um, it was. Yes. <laughs> what else would I buy? Yeah, it, I don't it know. is me. Um, the line and, was very. And you are in the smoker, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was. So it was one of those. So I'll I'll, I'll paint the picture. It was. Oh, wait, was it, it this? Was, it's like a, a a meat sanctuary. Yes, it was like a meat sanctuary of of little kiosks. It was mm. like a key. You know, uh, uh, going to like a farmers market if you will. And then you have different, different places to buy different goods. Um, and there were, there were the line I was initially in was, was very long. And I saw another merchant uh, stand, which was across the one from where I was standing at. And there was, there was nobody lined up there. So I, I decided to, uh, to, to buy my goods there. And the merchant looked or possibly was, Justin Trudeau. Oh. I I remember the face and I was I was trying to be as as kind and and sweet as as Carolyn could possibly be and he was and he's more than willing to help me and and take my money. Uh but well, shortly of course after he is, yeah. <laughs> but shortly after I I I did that, um he started packing up his stand. I know what your concerns are. I've heard your concerns. You've been telling them to me since the very beginning. Yeah, and and I I got I got cross with him. Yeah, how could you, you not? You know, how could I not get cross with him? And I was yelling. I was making a huge scene because this was a market. So there were a bunch of people, and I was I was making a huge scene. And telling everybody around me, like this guy's a criminal. Yes, Don't give we're gonna this ask the police to remove you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we're gonna have to ask the police to remove you. Okay, well then. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, exactly. And and then uh, and then I woke up after mm. that. I, I don't know why I had this dream. I just had it. I had it last night. You know, I don't often dream, but the last couple months. I've I've had um, I've uh, I've started to dream a lot more, um, more frequently, and um, I, I I don't I guess I'm I guess I uh, what what is I guess I what is called lucidly dream, where I'm I'm acutely aware that I am dreaming. Yeah. Like I I don't I don't have that where I'm completely unaware. Of whether or not I'm dreaming mm. a lot of the time. So are they like realistic, vivid dreams? Yeah, like I saw his face. Yeah. Like his face was like really um, uh, something that was vivid to me. And mm. uh, and I could recognize who that was, which is often which isn't often the case, because sometimes like I'll, I'll have dreams and, and people I know are in the dreams they don't necessarily look like who they are. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. That I mean, that happens sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
And I was trying to remember if there were colors in the dream. Because sometimes I like dream like, like black and white. And then there's some colors that pop out. Mm. But, um, so I'm kind of new to dreaming a little bit. Like I, I've, you know, I, I'm this many years old and, uh, I, I have had like a handful of dreams that I could, uh, I could remember. Um, my, uh, my sister, she, when she, when we were growing up, she would have all these different dreams and like nightmares and stuff. And she would like recount them. And I remember being a kid and like being like, damn, that's cool. I want to have dreams and stuff. And I just didn't. I like, I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, but now, um, I'm having them and I, I think, I think it's good. I feel like it's healthy. I feel like I, I, uh, have been missing out on, on something. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure why. Um, uh, but, uh, anyway, my life's changing. I notice a lot of things when my life changes significantly, uh, dreams become, like prominent, like I'll have them like consecutively. No, no, no. Through, throughout, um, you know, like one one night, another night, another night, mm. and, and and over the last year, I've had reoccurring dreams, which are new to me. Too. Come on, come on, really? Yeah, yeah. He so keeps had, wanting I, to interject. I'm sorry. I'm I try and stop him, but <laughs> he's very self important. This uh, JT. Oh my goodness. He, he really is. You know, he's, he's, uh, you know, he thinks he's Justin Timberlake, but he's not. If you guys sit down. Justin Timberlake. He's, he's, uh, you know, he does singing, dancing comedy. Yeah. It's what he does. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's my, that was my dream. That's very interesting. Did you, did you end up purchasing any meat? I didn't even get the meat. The guy took my money. And then, and then, oh, geez. Uh, and I like, call I, didn't even, I had to call 911 and, and, uh, they, they just, it was rude. You that's know, that's the rule. Sorry. Yeah. And he, that's, you know, he's giving me that kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. It was not very cool. Not very nice. Thank you for coming. So if you, uh, if you want to send me some meat, uh, go to Carolyn at hogstory.net. Uh, and, uh, you know, I like pork, steak. Um, I like rabbit. Rabbit is That's great. not very polite. Ah, I know. I know. It, you know what Justin would know? It's lapin. Mm. Lapin is delicious. If you make it just right, it's like, it's like a delicate. It's like so delicate, the meat. I'm sure you can screw it up. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But yeah. Didn't get that meat, though. What if I'm a bunny that thinks it's a chicken <laughs> what if? i, sh- I, sh- I should have stayed at the other line you know mm, at the other yeah. queue oh yeah uh, you should have may- maybe that's what it was about the dream was about like maybe i gotta not be so impatient with things and and just wait because good things will happen to you otherwise like you get swindled by by uh a prime minister what are your big dreams? But it was pretty wild that, you know, uh, I mean, he went from being a drama teacher to a snowmobile, snow, snow uh, board instructor and prime minister to um, meat merchant. 
Meat merchant. Meat merchant. Or well, supposed, alleged meat merchant, I should say. We should all be so lucky to uh, achieve our dreams in such a way. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, um, well, I'll tell you about um, a couple of recent dreams later. I did stumble onto uh, this TED Talk. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to get on one of those. It's actually Ted X Uno. Oh, Ted X Uno. You know what? And they didn't play the card game one time, not a single time. Rude. Mm. I mean, why not? But don't know. It's totally misleading with the title of Ted X Uno, and nobody brought out a deck of Uno cards. Oh, tabarnak. That's why we got to get on Ted Talk Uno so we can play Uno on there. We say we're a podcast. And I mean, we're, we're, doing, we're going into our fifth year. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get on TED Talk? This is this is starting our fifth year. We're starting our fifth year. I'm in front of a microphone. You're in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. You're I'm doing a podcast it. or behind it. And no. you're do, we're doing a podcast and like I'm a woman and they should like let us in. Why Whoa. not? Yeah. Whoa. You know, I forgot I, you were a woman there for a second. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, they love that stuff. Is it stuff. okay if I call them one? They, yeah, they love that stuff. You know? They're they're just like, oh, oh, you're a woman doing a podcast. You've been doing it for five, almost five years? Hey, yeah. Ron, why don't we listen to this woman? Uh-huh. This is Suzanne Adams. Now, she was talking about achieving your dreams, you know, that sort of thing. And, uh... What are your big dreams? Yes. Oh, and, is that her? Yeah, and uh, wow. her presentation reminds me, um, when I was a kid, my parents uh, got into to Amway, selling Amway, these products through this. It was a, it was a, a scam. Oh, I've heard of Amway, yeah, yes. They're still around, I'm sure. Yes, um, of course. It was kind of scamish, pyramid schemish yeah. sort of deal. And uh-huh. her, her presentation on achieving your dreams uh, has that air to it. There are little, little nuggets in there that I'm like, oh, okay, I can, I, 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 I think that way myself. But her overall presentation was, was like very soccer mom who is trying to sell you a product, you know, very, very much Amway. Hmm. So let's just listen to number one. The discomfort in my average and ordinary life led me to quantum physics. These are the tools that have helped me to become fully alive, passionate, happy, and fulfilled. And I'm excited to share them with you today so you can also become fully alive, passionate, and lit up from the inside out. Yeah, are you ready? Did that get you ready? I've got my eyes closed and I was breathing in and I was mm-hmm. breathing out. Oh, just okay. wait. There's an exercise for that coming up. Oh, there is? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm all ready. Let's now, when I it. ask you what quantum physics means to you, some of you are like, quantum physics? Quantum what? Quantum when? Quantum who? <laughs> yeah. Quantum who? <laughs> what, what if you were a quantum who and like you <laughs> may or may not exist? Yeah, I'll just oh. play it again. Now, when okay. I ask you what quantum physics means to you, some of you are like, quantum physics? Quantum what? Quantum when? Quantum who? (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. That's fun. Some of you, you already know what quantum physics is, and it's an exciting conversation. 
And then there are those of you that are now intrigued. You want to know about quantum physics so we can do something magical in your life just like it's done in mine. Six years ago, I didn't even know what the term quantum physics meant. And once I learned about quantum physics and these five quantum tools to catapult my dreams, I blew my own mind. She blew her This is the juice. Mm. (laughs) I blew my own mind. Okay, so what do you think? Oh, wait, let me uh, read the boostergram. It's from Pfeiffer saying quantum boost with uh, 7777. (laughs) Thanks. I blew my own mind. She blew her own mind. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, well, this is a guess, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, I think she was fascinated by Schrodinger's cat. She sounds like, okay, she's she's a lady. I'm thinking she's a cat lady. I'm thinking she's got three cats. <laughs> yeah. And she's she Googled one day quantum physics. How do cats get involved in the quantum physics? How do part? cats get in Into the, box. the box? In the box? Do they survive the box? Is there a cat in there? Was there ever a cat in there? Is the cat going to survive? Well, let her uh, let let her tell you more about herself. I became crystal clear on my purpose. I became a best-selling author. I created a a profitable, thriving, mission-based business fully aligned with my dreams and became a successful thought leader, inspiring thousands to their highest truth. Mm. My life is now filled with joy and excitement, but it's not enough for just me to be happy. Mm. And what really hurts my heart is there's so many great people with amazing dreams, dreams of transforming lives, traveling the world, earning great money so that they can touch and inspire more people with that great money. And so many of these people never see their dreams come to pass because they don't understand how to utilize the tools of quantum physics. Fine, if you say so. (laughs) Yes. The time is upon us, though. Your dreams are not supposed to die with you. You're supposed to live and breathe these dreams. I am deeply passionate about this topic because I believe that we're living in a time when the responsibility is on us as well as the opportunity available to us to find, to seek out, to create happy lives. Yeah, the the only thing, though, that she she sort of alluded to was... How not doing much at all, but earning a lot of money is how you are happy. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you can work a whole lot. And as long as you're proud in what you've done, you've done your hardest to to achieve a goal. You can be happy in that, you know? Yeah, you know what, and and I I tend to agree with you with, with what you're saying. And because there's really... There's only really two people in this world, and it, and it doesn't matter. This is the juice. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how much money that you earn, um, because it's, it's whether your, uh, your ability to, to have the capacity to be happy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've known some people that were really well off that had a lot of money, and they were totally unhappy. And then people that were dirt poor and could barely afford shoes... And they were as happy as could be. They'd be probably the same same people, you know, on on either, you know, if they switch switch sides, doesn't matter. 
you know, because it's because it is it's it's about the capacity to be happy and not like yeah. other other factors. I I totally agree with that. Um, and uh, and she does sound like a sales lady. Completely. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, she wants to sell you uh, Amway, uh, possibly Avon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Those you know, decorative bottles. Those decorative bottles. You know, Christmas is coming up, ladies. You know, get your girlfriends uh, this bottle of perfume. You know, and she's she didn't even bring up Schrodinger's cat. Well, there's That's still there's still plenty more. Like I'm not. Can even- I say? Can I say that uh, Schrodinger's cat's my favorite quantum thingy? It's the best. It's my yeah, favorite. I'll, I'll let you uh, say that. Yeah. Okay, it's my favorite. Okay. So, uh, anybody wants to argue with me, 430-201-4841, carolyn at hogstory.net. Okay. Maybe Go she'll ahead. argue with you. Quantum physics oh proves that everything emits energy. You are skin. You are bones. We are physical matter. But we're also energy. Some of you might be thinking this sounds a little woo-woo, but it's real, it's science, and it's proven. Let me show you what I mean. This is a graph of the Hertz vibration scale. And this demonstrates the frequencies in which our emotions emit. Okay. Well, let me share share with you this, uh, this chart that she had up on the screen. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Of the Hertz vibration scale. Uh, I mean, Hertz is the guy that figured out that, you know, about sound waves and their frequencies. And that's why Mm -hmm. you call a single vibration one Hertz. Mm -hmm. And this chart only goes up to 700 Hertz. Yeah. Aren't there more Hertz than that? Yeah. In the, in the human, in the human voice. I mean, we get up into, uh, you know, a couple of thousand or more Hertz. Really? Yeah. Yeah, even on this podcast, we definitely go over like 700, right? Wouldn't we? Well, those are really high-pitched sounds. Like the frequencies that humans can oh, hear is, yeah. I think it's as as low as uh, uh, 20 hertz, maybe up to uh, 20,000 hertz, give or take. I could be I totally wrong, read. but I want to. I, I think that that's right. Ah, okay. I want to read these. Uh, um, okay, so those who of you heard yeah, just listening. <laughs> Sorry. Those of you who are just listening to the show, um, uh, so we're looking at a chart and there's a cone uh, of a rainbow cone. I, I, I guess it would kind of remind, it reminds me of chakras, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. You uh-huh. It's got that, that same vibe, but there's so yeah. many more. There's so many more, and so the so the lower frequency is at the tip of the cone, and then the and then the cir- the uh, what would you call that the the circle uh, the top the base of the cone the base of the cone, thank you, uh, would be the higher frequencies, and so we've got uh, so from 20 hertz all the way up to 700 plus hertz. That's weird. She so she would just use 700 plus, and so ev- so anything up. Up, you know, seven hundred and above is enlightenment. Okay. Yeah, and which I mean, that's, as far as note values, like say musical note values go, mm-hmm. seven hundred is uh, not that not that high of a frequency. Hmm. Okay. And then we've got uh, six hundred is peace. Five forty is joy. Five hundred hertz is love. That's kind of low for love. Four hundred hertz reason. 350 hertz acceptance, 
310 hertz willingness. You want to hear what 700 hertz enlightenment sounds like? Yes. Oh, it, uh, I got to unmute the tab. Naturally. Naturally. There you go. Are, Are you enlightened? Um, what? <laughs> enlightenment that you are enlightened now oh i i hear i hear it now okay okay yeah. uh 250 is new neutrality wouldn't 250 be like uh what it like you know half of 700 why is it half of 500 yeah i don't know it's half of love it- oh my goodness uh 200 is current 200 hertz is courage 175 hertz is pride i don't think i like that so it doesn't seem very good i don't know where she got this from like most of these kind of charts there's no there's no source uh for where they come up with these things i found another one that's similar i put it in the chat right now okay it also has corresponding note values from a through g sharp and uh astrological signs or some shit below Mm. it uh whatever those are and the rest of them, I'll just read them out quickly. Anger, desire, fear, grief, apathy, guilt, shame. Like, yeah. real, like I'm telling you, we could do a TED Talk. Well, if they let her on there, why can't Hog Story be on TED Talk? Well, I mean, to an extent, I agree with the notion that our thoughts, our, our vibrations... In our brain there it's electrical activity in our brain therefore mm-hmm. it is a vibration and our th- our thoughts our moods can affect others around us yes and there's theirs can affect us as well mm-hmm. <clears throat> i um uh, i agree with that and yeah and you know but the the chart saying what vibrations uh signify what emotion where do you yeah. get that from yeah, Did you I hook know. yourself up to a EKG or whatever it is, a brain scanner? Yeah. And and see yeah. what your your delta and beta brain waves are or whatever the fuck. I know. Like she she never once uh said anything about a source for this. Um but uh here's her with uh, frequencies about frequencies that match your dreams. What that means is based on the way that you're feeling and the thoughts that you're thinking, you send out a signal an energy that reflects your outer world. When you tune into a specific frequency, you receive that frequency. Just like on the radio, when you tune in to a certain channel, you receive the frequency of that channel. And on a TV, when you tune in to that channel, you receive the frequency of that channel. Each and every one of you, if you can hear my voice, you have the capability, the capacity to embody a frequency that matches your dreams. Yeah, okay. Oh, Serpent brought up a good point on that Mm -hmm. uh, sacred life mandala's uh, frequency chart I posted. Uh, Yes, yes, I'm looking at that. There's an E flat. Why is there an E flat? Well, no, there, I mean, there is such thing as E flat or a D sharp. Uh, It'd be... F flat that would be out of place or oh. or a C flat uh, but no there aren't any of those had ah, me for a okay. second then I had to think like no wait it's F flat or E sharp that's the weird one that doesn't belong mm. but those aren't there never mind there okay. is an E flat it, it it should have been 
D sharp because they go from C to C sharp. D should be D sharp. Mm. Uh, yeah. B flat should have been A sharp in this way. So they're mixing their sharps and their flats up like that. Uh, it creates a little confusion, but clearly they weren't a music major uh, making this chart. Uh, here's, here's where she gets really into the uh, Amway aspect of all of this. There's one client I witnessed go from serving two people to 2,000 people. Use what does that mean? A client you witnessed serving two can, people can, to 2,000? Can you play that again? Yeah. There's one client I witnessed go from serving two people to 2,000 people using these tools. I don't I've understand that. Double, triple, quadruple their income and even create consistent six-figure months using these quantum tools. But there was one client that was feeling very disconnected with a low self-worth. And after implementing these quantum tools, her relationships were off the charts. Her levels of fulfillment were through the roof. And she had, she had joy and happiness where she once had shame and fear. Can, can, well, Can I say it? She almost said she now has a shit ton of money. That's yeah, what she almost said. I, yep. Did you fucking hear that? Yep, yep, yep. I, I heard it too. And I'm wondering what chart is used to measure your relationships and how does one go off of that chart? Oh, you know, it's... Uh, she said it's, her relationships were off the chart. What does that mean? Like charts. in the number of relationships, the quality of relationships? Her con... You know what they? You know what it is? It's probably the qual quantity... You know, they take, they probably take, uh, you know, the uh, contact list of, you know, because, I mean, a contact list is a contact list. Whether or not, you know, you're contacting all those people, you know, you go from 50 people to 150 people to 250 people in your contact list. I think they were measuring a contact list uh. rather than, you know, you know, because she's because, you know, she's got you, this. I think you got it. Yeah, because I think, you know, she's out there, you know, like handing out like business cards and then people are giving her business cards and all this, you know, and, you know, her relationships like, are off the chart, you know, schmoozing and boozing and whining and dining. I think you, you nailed know? it. I'll give you one of these. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's you also what get I one think. of these. <laughs> You know, that's what she's feeling, though. She's feeling that, you know, that's, well, what, that's what it's about. Now it's time to get into her five quantum tools. Five of them? Yeah, let's, right. let's listen. To, they're, they're short. We'll listen to the first one. Okay. Quantum tool number one. Understanding the basics of quantum physics. My feelings emit a frequency. The higher my frequency, the higher my vibration, the faster and easier my dreams will flow to me. Faster. She got a little gritty there. You know, I just realized who she reminds me of is uh, Kamala Harris. She's got that same vibe. She doesn't sound as high, though. No, but she sounds pretty high. I mean, yeah, but she doesn't sound like she's like like completely stoned. We like, feel high vibes and we feel low vibes. This is what I'm talking about. But like, she's not like laughing at every like at the end of everything. Oh, that's true. That's true. Because because like Kamala's got like this laughing at everything at the end of all of her words. And it's your job to always engage the highest vibration available to you. I blew my own mind. 
she blew her own mind. I mean, like, what is she supposed to do? Oh, I forgot to play this short setup she had for uh, her her little uh, TEDx Uno talk. Okay, so this is going to be a simplified version of a class you either loved or a class you loved to avoid. Oh, my gosh. We could do a better <laughs> TED Talk, John. What the hell? What you the know, hell? They, they, I mean, she's doing it like... Oh, but tabarnak, tabarnak. I'm just saying. Okay, sorry. Here, here's a I'm quantum tool a number two. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> this is good. Quantum tool number two set a powerful intention to align with the energy of love or above. Write that down. From love or above? Yeah. And above? Yeah. Both? Did you write it down? Write that down. Um, no, I didn't. I don't have a pen. Oh. Well, she she went off on a tangent before she continued to uh, tool number three. So, oh, okay. Here, this is, uh, this is the part you've been waiting on. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I want you guys to play with me for just a moment here. Oh, uh, what? Close your eyes. Okay. Take a big deep breath in, breathing into your heart. Okay, it's in my heart. Asking yourself the question, if I could have, do, be, say anything, what would I be doing? There are no limits. The sky is the limit. Breathing in deeper into your heart, asking if I can have, be, do, say, create anything. What would I be doing? What is my deepest desire? How would I be feeling? Who would I be impacting? When you're ready, you can open your eyes to the room. Wait, hold on. She didn't tell anybody to breathe out. (laughs) (laughs) Write that down. (laughs) You are right. She what wants everybody is, to die. She she does. Okay, she wants people to say the thing while they're breathed. It's already breathed in. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. And so she's going to kill a whole crowd of people at the TED Talk. They're just inhaling, waiting to exhale, just looking at their wristwatch like, tick, 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 Yeah. Yeah. I want you guys to play with me for just a moment here. Do you know what? She's playing with every, you know what? She's playing everybody else. That's what she's doing. She's playing with Uh, my emotions. Playing with my breath. Told you never to play with my emotions, Smokey. And, and everybody's turned blue. Yeah. I, it's just, it's just awful. I mean, I'm, I'm, see, you have given, you're giving us so much evidence as to why and how Hog Story should have a TED Talk. <laughs> if you, uh, you know what? I, I bet there could be a petition for us to have a TED Talk. I think you're right. I think so. Well, I mean, before everybody dies, why don't we go into a quantum tool number three? I hope everybody wasn't. I hope everybody breathed out and they weren't listening to this woman. I hope not. I hope not. Somebody out there is probably still. You can breathe out now. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I, I like don't even listen to this woman. I like she, fresh air, motherfucker. 
shit. Like, this is this is hog story. Like, we love fresh air, motherfucker. And you're and, dumb. You know, and that woman is dumb because she wasn't letting people ex- exhale. Quantum Gosh. tool number three, shift your energy to what lights you up. You know what movie she le- probably likes? Mm. Waiting to exhale. <laughs> Dang, you're full of them. You got a good one. That was a good one. I'm going to I'm gonna have to give you this. Wait. It's this. Thanks. Yeah, number three. Let me play it again. Okay. Quantum tool number three, shift your energy to what lights you up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number four. Quantum physics and energy is a 24-7 experience. How are you spending your 24-7? Quantum tool number four, surround yourself with energy that elevates you. Write that down. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how, are you spending your 20, how are you spending your 24-7? She has little phrases like that, you know, and living your truth and whatnot. Um, last but not least is number five. Energy goes where energy flows. Quantum tool number five, stand strong for what is not an option for you. Oh, my goodness. Stand, say that again. What, what? Say that again. Can you play yeah, yeah. that again? Energy that goes, goes where energy flows. Quantum tool number five. Stand strong for what is not an option for you. For stand strong for not. Stand strong for what is not an option for you. Uh, which is weird. That's a weird way of saying stand up for what you believe in. Yeah, yeah. She's but trying she's to say stand up against. She's saying stand up against what you don't believe in. Which is strange, a strange way of wording it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is a strange way of wording it. And she had long elaborations in between each of those quantum tools. Um, like I said, I agree with some of it. The uh, the emitting energy and taking in energy and you want to release positive energy out there. That way the universe gives you positive energy back, you know. Yeah, yeah. You want to manifest. Uh, I understand manifesting um good energy and and manifesting good things for yourself um well, yeah, because well, that's that's the you know uh, you know if you're if you're manifesting negativity you're going to bring yourself negativity here's one um, this is a uh, her on the magic of quantum vibrations this is okay. the magic of quantum physics shift your energy shift your focus shift your vibration and become an energetic match to what you truly desire. Okay. I think I think to sum it up, this is a this is just a quick dry summary of what she's actually saying. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. <laughs> but with quantum physics. Yeah, with quantum physics, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I but- found Schrodinger's cat. Does sound like Schrodinger's cat. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I you know <laughs> she talked a lot about quantum mecha- physics. Doesn't talk a whole lot about Schrodinger's cat. As I've mentioned, my favorite quantum thingy. Is the cat alive? Is the cat is the cat dead? Is that even a, is, is that even what this cat sounds like? 
We don't know. Thanks for making me come. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. Some of the higher vibrations are love, joy, appreciation, and excitement. Yeah, well. I blew my great. own mind. Well, great. Yep. We feel high vibes and we feel low vibes. This oh, no. is what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, geez. Hopefully, well, uh, hopefully I, I you... I did um, write that down. I did write that down. I did get a pen. I appreciate that. Well, thank I you for you bringing... I want you guys to play with me for just a moment here. <laughs> yeah, she has Kamala selling Amway vibes. She does. You know, if Kamala Harris had to sell Amway, she's out there selling Amway, and if she didn't she didn't get into that, into the uh, politicking, uh, I think that would have been her, her jam. Well, thank you for letting me know that we ca- are a shoe-in for TED Talk. I didn't even know that. I never considered it. I mean, we could say uh, such quantum phrases as this. My lifestyle determines my death style. We could. We could. And you know what's even better? We would tell people to exhale yeah. after we've told them to inhale. Because that's the way we are, and we, I mean, you know, we, you know. I like fresh air, motherfucker. That's what mm-hmm. we keep saying on this show. We have the ISO, the ISO of the millennia. I mean, it's the millennia, not even the decade. No. No, it's you got to achieve, achieve your higher vibration. You don't want to spend uh, your, your, your life just. Uh, Pissing the night away. Yeah, that's you right. You don't want to do that. No, you don't. You don't. I, you know what? I'm, I'm fairly certain that, you know, somebody who knows somebody who's listening to this show has an in with TED Talk. Mm. And we could totally do TED Talk. We could. You know how I want, I want to do a show live, like in yeah. person, and we're yeah. on stage and shit? We do it at TED Talk. And I think that would be amazing. We would... um have our own exercise instead of telling people to close their eyes and count down or whatever. We just tell them. He drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a vodka drink. He drinks a lager drink. He drinks a cider drink. He sings the songs that remind him of the good times. He sings the songs that remind him of the better times. That's right. We could. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Some of that Manchester partying right there, bud. That's what it is, bud. That's <laughs> what it is. Jeez, you know? I, and we could take voicemails and live calls. We could we could do like we could do booster grams. This would be on a TED talk, and we would be a lot cooler on TED talk than this woman. And we would have told people to exhale long ago. Long ago. Yeah, not not like this rude woman who was an inhale and then no exhale. I just I, mm-hmm. I'm so hung up on that. It bothers me. It bothers me. Oh, it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my Instagram friend, Carolyn. Ooh, what a funky lady. Yeah. Oh, that was the cat, maybe. <laughs> Had a hairball. Is that the Schrodinger's cat? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, it sounds like, like this when you shake the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cat's right in there. It's in there. 
The cat's in there. (laughs) That's when you step on its tail. Oh, the cat's really in there. I mean, I really thought there was no cat in there. And then it was. Well, if you haven't opened it, you still don't know. Still haven't. No, I just stepped on the box. So I still don't know, really. You shake up that box too much, you know, uh, it'll be like. You've woken up the demon. God, I go to church every goddamn Sunday. You gonna bring the demons out of me? Just like that. That's right. That's right. No, but seriously, though, if anyone is listening, um, who knows someone in the TED Talk community, let's do this. I want to do Hog Story on TED Talk. Oh, I'll I'll wear a costume. Sam Hyde wore a costume. I I can wear a costume. On the TED Talk, not the TikTok. Tick, 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 tick. No, not on TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. I won't entertain TikTok. No. no. We do have a uh, phone number where you can tell us all about the emotions in your dreams or if you've ever laughed in a dream. Tell us all about it. get my number i'm unlisted so wait you're saying we have voicemails oh we on do this show oh yeah well hit me with a voicemail <laughs> oh i will this is why we don't go into tapes <laughs> um yeah i actually had an emotional day um, oh man oh my god oh my goodness i took my mom to uh to see her longtime friend who was her uh college roommate and uh she's uh so far gone in the dementia that she doesn't really recognize anybody and it was hard to see my mom uh deal with that. Sorry I don't wanna oh, bring that trying to keep it happy. I'm Aww. glad that I got to take her. Uh Yeah, that's important. I'm glad you got to take thanked her too. Me profusely for taking her uh, there today. Uh, on our way home from up north, which my nephew got married on Saturday. What? Was my mom's eighty uh, fourth birthday too. That's so they cool. had a cake for her. Uh, <laughs> probably had too much to drink uh, at the wedding <laughs> reception. Hey, that's how weddings uh, go. It was just a <laughs> tiny little cake. It wasn't anything. I don't know. I, I'm not too sure where my sister got it to tell you. I know they had to hide it kind of uh, the night before because we were staying at my sister's cabin. Um, and then someone brought it to the venue. I think one of my cousins had kept it overnight in the Airbnb they were staying at. Uh, and then brought it, and we all sang uh, "Happy Birthday" to my mom at the uh, wedding. It was pretty cool. Eighty-four. Uh, anyhow, um, that was emotional, and I'm still kind of emotional. But it seems like every time I go away and stay away, even though you know, been to my sister's cabin, I don't know how many times, oh, stayed there. But birthday. when I stay in a different place, it seems like the first few nights that I'm there, I have like some sort of emotional dream. Uh, my emotional dream, oddly enough, was uh, John Fetterman, the uh, guy running against Dr. Oz and his coup d'etat or uh, pootie tang, like I like to call it. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. It's oh, my gosh. Or coup d'etat or whatever. The, it's like a vegetable platter, dude. Just call it a veggie platter. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, 
I had a dream that John Fetterman was picking fights with me and uh, like kept coming after me and taking swings to the point where I couldn't avoid, but I kept like hitting him the square in the nose and then you. knocking him out. And then like 10 seconds later, he'd get up and want to fight with me again. And it kept going on, and I kept, like, <laughs> my emotion was, you had a stroke. Stop. Stop making me do this. Stop making me beat the shit out of you, John Fetterman. Which, he's a big guy, so uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. And I, the, the whole stroke thing, and that I remember waking up. It was pretty fucked up, that dream. But, I mean, it's not the first. Uh, I like the emotional dreams where I'm... Uh, Oh, he reached the limit. Oh, did he uh, continue? Yes, he did. Where okay. can I go to get my poodle clipped in Burbank? I'm Ralph's Vegetarian Poodle Clippings. Where, where can court? I go to get organic Vaseline from my intercourse? Yeah, where? I'm sorry. I uh, got cut off. Anyways, because um, I talked too long. Um, Google, but man. The, I like the emotional dreams where I'm, you know, having sex with someone that I'm attracted to. Uh uh, as long as I don't, uh, I don't know. I guess at this stage, uh, who gives a shit if you have a knocked down? Oh, you got to play with me for like just a, a moment here. Probably, like, uh, wake up and be like, holy shit. Uh, you feel yeah. You know, that probably hasn't happened since I was in my teens. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh. uh, that's the emotional dreams I want. Oh, okay. In the poker. That's nice. But, 17, I mean, 18, 19, 20. Beat your meat. You still got plenty. Beat your <laughs> meat. Beat your <laughs> meat. For my pants. So, so I guess that's when you you wake up like that. You wanna you wanna do that. Well, took you long enough. <laughs> Beginning to think you'd never come. <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. Five, six, seven, eight. Beat your meat with a roller skate. Beat your meat. Beat your meat. Then it cancels out the gay polarity. Yeah, it might. I'm sorry to hear that about your your mother, Ned Ned. Um, I know that's rough. My grandmother was suffering dementia before she died and didn't recognize me all the time. Oh. She often thought I was uh, her brother or her uncle, somebody like that. But then when she did have a moment of clarity and recognize who I was, she go, oh, John, why do you have that shit on your face? Talking about my facial hair. And then I'd oh laugh. <laughs> it was, but it was funny because that was yeah. that was how my grandmother was. She was uh, she was harsh, to say the least. Um, but she was a kind woman, um, really, when it got down to it. But there was there was no frills or anything with her. She she grew up in the depression, so um, she was a hard woman. She really was. Uh, but still, when you when you see them deteriorate and and, and get frail and oftentimes revert back to their childhood uh, like with my dad's grandmother uh, mm-hmm. that was that was sad you know but that's a part of life is um, you know the end cycle you know yeah and uh, no I feel for you man uh, mainly because I am you and you are me me and Ned Ned are the same apparently yeah. if you if you apparently. didn't know that like I, you know, I I heard about it. I yeah, mean, we you share both, a, a share a hatred for David Copperfield. <laughs> David Copperfield touched you both, and uh, now you. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I've, I've been taking <laughs> taking therapy for that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well. Jeez. I'm I'm sorry. What is it, David Copperfield, about magic? What is it 
offer the human condition. So difficult. It's incredibly <laughs> difficult. I'm sorry. How about another one? But I mean, you know, Ned says he's a stand-up guy. And, he is uh, a stand-up guy, and and you know what? The, and you know, big ups to you for for taking your mom to see her friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ned Ned's he's a he's a ray of light in these uh, in this community of podcasts we all got going here. Uh, it's right. always good hearing from Ned Ned, whether it's in our voicemails, bowl after bowl, uh, Nick the Rat, fucking behind yep. the schemes, like anywhere. Nick uh, Ned Ned's all around. You can even see his artwork in the No Agenda art generator. He uh, he is he is a positive beacon out there. Absolutely. And we appreciate him very much. We do. We do. Here's another voicemail. Oh, you know how I lo- how much I love voicemails. Oh, Give me the voicemail. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. <laughs> I forgot about that. One. <laughs> What's up? I can hear you just fine. Well, it's an honor to speak to you. Thanks for having me on. Agaroo! What it is? Oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. Uh, happy Monday night. I heard the prompt was, Monday. have you ever laughed in a dream? And I got to say, some of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my fucking life have been in certain dreams. Hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> I can never really quite remember what's going down in the dream when I'm waking up. Just remember that it's funny as fuck, and I'm still laughing. Uh, and there's been a couple of times where I'm actually laughing in the dream so hard that I'm laughing actually hmm. while sleeping, and I wake <laughs> myself up from laughing so hard. But you're never like laughing correctly when you're asleep. So I'll like wake myself up being like. <laughs> and then like wake up and actually be laughing hard upon fully awakening and being in some kind of a weird mind state where it's still funny although i don't know what it is but you like your brain is still in like holy shit that's funny mode but then you kind of hear yourself and uh recollect what you've been sounding like laughing like a fucking retard for the past like minute two minutes maybe longer but definitely that uh, amount of time to kind of like gain consciousness and yeah yes i've laughed uh my absolute ass off as far as general like wider emotions i think i've had pretty much all of them uh in dreams i've had awakening life being pissed being scared being uh horny as all fuck um, pretty much oh, yeah. the range of emotions Why? that you can have. And yeah, definitely have laughed in some dreams. In the smoker. In the smoker. Oh. In the smoker. So Spencer. Yeah. Bowl after bowl. What is the purpose of laughing? Thank you. Thank very you very cool. much. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I can hear him laughing like that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hi, Carolyn. Yeah. Yeah. You want me patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun. <laughs> Quite the dream. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Uh, how about one more? Oh, hit me with a voicemail. Wham! Call me if you want to live. 
I'm on speed dial too. Hey, hog. Hey, hey, hey. Um, hey. Doctor, sir, I'm not dispensing medical advice. Okay, good. Okay. But I've got to say, I, I really did experience a very, um, very cathartic, um, not really emotion. It was more kind Doctor, of one of those so lucid much. dreams that actually happens. Doctor, welcome. Because you're in the dream and you're thinking about an action and you manage to physically manifest it and it becomes a reality in your life and then you have to deal with it because it's of your own creation and everything you do in that moment has to be taken care of at that moment because you had a dream Mm-hmm. And it became a reality. Yeah. It is time for every single one of you. When to you rolled over and realized there are no bathrooms Reason. in the subway. Oh, no. And when you dreamed, you found one. You squatted down and you, you shy yourself and you woke up in the fetal position. Covered in shit. And your boxes were packed in it, and you rolled over and crawled out of bed, and the shit ran down your legs, and then, and then, you had to kind of crawl, bend, knees, walking, crawling, moving towards the bathroom, trying not to get it on the rug. Oh my god. Because you know you gotta clean that shit up. <laughs> and it was, it was real. I manifested in my dreams that I found the bathroom in the New York subway. Holy <laughs> shit. And, and then I had to clean it up. Holy I was late for work. Shit. Yeah. Shit sucks. <laughs> but it was, it was rather, uh, it was very, um, it was quite the cathartic uh, release. Uh, I highly recommend it to anyone. You know, if you have the dream that you've climbed on top of a mountain or a cliff and you're overlooking a beautiful scene and you're like, God, it'd feel great just to piss this dream right across and see how far my urine flows. I'm going to go You know, kind of like, hell, I've been cleaning my gutters before and one of the pits off. Oh my oh, goodness. No. Oh shit! Well, I'm gonna give him one of these. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Dr. Sir My Grotch, my goodness. He's having dreams like that. Go to the. Is there a continuation? I don't think there is. Brown Town, baby! It's just how Dr. Sir My Grotch does it. You know? Just, Maybe we'll get know. one in uh, soon. You know, seven years of medical school. Mm. You know? It's just. I mean, he's a sir, but you know what? He didn't go to seven years of medical school for, for us to call him sir. That's why he's Dr. Sir, my crotch. Yeah. Indeed. Look at all the brown. Well, I, you know what? I saw a movie. You guys need a bigger bathroom. I was like, oh, a bigger bathroom? Actually, it was two movies. Wow, look at you. Isn't um, that great? Yeah, why don't, why don't I do this then? Um... Now for movie reviews with Hog Story. Hey, 
you know, I'm a film enthusiast too, so. Hi, how was the movie? Tell me every single plot point. What was the movie about? So I saw a little movie called Alien. Oh, snap. Alien, huh? And then I blew my own mind. Then I saw Aliens. Yeah. 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 Were you on the edge of your seat? I was. Yeah. Ooh, what a funky lady! Yeah. And, uh... I was talking about Ripley. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 She's badass. Def she's badass. I, I, um... I think I'm, uh, I'm... I liked Aliens better. Yeah. I mean, I like both of the movies, but I liked Aliens better. Probably it was easier to follow. Mm -hmm. And um, I enjoyed uh, Ripley's um, d character development oh, and yeah. her interactions with people. And uh, I mean, because like the first alien, like everybody dies. Right. Of course. I, mean, I could say that because it's the movies. Yeah, it came out in the late 70s. Late seventies, so like everybody dies in the you know in the end. So then she, you don't actually see um, a lot of character development with Ellen Ripley, um, but you see, uh, but the but the cat doesn't die. That was amazing. Mm. Well, no, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was the cat. Um, it was a shithead, and uh, and then the aliens too, or oh, yeah. sorry, aliens. It was just uh, um, the knuckleheads. You just, you know, a bunch of knuckleheads, you know. Oh, and Paul Reiser was in it. Mm -hmm. You know Paul Reiser, right? He was in he was in Mad About You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he was in uh, My Two Dads. Wasn't he also in City Slickers? Oh, you know what? Now I have to look this up. City Slickers. Um, that was uh Billy Crystal. Oh, that's who City I'm thinking of then. Probably. Yeah, yeah, so that was uh that was um uh Paul Reiser. I'm pretty sure Paul Reiser. Somebody in the chat room can tell me. Paul Reiser was for sure in My Two Dads. You yes, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. Okay. See, I I know my my shows. I know my TV shows. And Mad About You as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was he in? He was in Beverly Hills Cop. Did you know that? Oh, really? I, he was. It's been I so long it. since I've seen any of that. I know. And, and it was like... Okay. Beverly More recently, Hill. he was in Stranger Things. He, was he? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, the must later have been season, like a, yeah. Must have been a later season because I, I didn't, um, I didn't, uh, I, I got rid of, I got rid of Netflix. I mean, I don't need Netflix. No, yeah, no, life. you don't. No, you can, just, you can uh, go to the shut-in theater on No Agenda Social and watch Stranger Things from there. Oh, be blessed. You know, shut-in theater. My goodness. Beverly um, Hills Cop Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's in, so he's in uh oh and they're you know what they are doing another Beverly Hills cop. And uh, oh I guess it, to to be announced. <laughs> that's that's neat. So he's gonna be uh oh he's still Detective Friedman. Oh that's neat. Okay. Oh, okay, so he was in so yeah, so mad about you and oh he did do okay. So I was thinking about a show that Paul Reiser did. And it was the Paul Reiser show. I knew yeah. it. He did it in 2011. I remembered it. Good. Good. See my my memory 
See, I remember this stuff. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm just hey. such a ridiculous woman. I know about these things. But you, had, you didn't watch Alien 3? No, no. I, I haven't watched that yet. There's so many. I mean, you got Alien 3, you got Alien Resurrection, you got Prometheus, you got Alien Covenant, you got Predator versus Alien. I think there's a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what did you like? Which one did you enjoy? Oh, the first two by far you know the, yeah the first two was great yeah yeah those those older kind of um horror films where mm-hmm. you don't really see the monster yeah yeah i like that too that uh, yeah i really enjoy that and and you didn't need to it was scary enough yeah uh, no i watched enough. the first alien movie when i was a kid mm-hmm. like <clears throat> Can I say, like, okay, so this might be um, uh, a telling to, like, how morbid I am, but um, I was laughing at the part where the 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 AI character in Aliens got, um, like, his bottom half, like, torn Bishop? apart. Yeah. Bishop. Yeah, and Bishop got, like, uh, torn in half, so, so, like, his midsection and his like upper body were like ripped apart yeah. and he's got oh and then um oh and then the other guy the ash guy and then he got his head ripped off that was so funny i thought that was the funniest thing ever ah well see like you got to you got to go back in time and uh watch those movies as a kid that's uh that's where it's at cuz they would see- they would probably scar you forever yeah, I don't know. I guess my parents didn't show me all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I gotta show younger Carolyn. But you know what? Younger Carolyn could have, like, you know, done something else. Like, you know, directed horror movies. Yeah. That's probably what would have happened, you know? And then I think it Blaney, was director. Wasn't it in Aliens? Um, uh, my favorite line from uh, Bill Paxton where he's like, game over, man. Game over. Oh yeah, you remember that? <laughs> One of my favorite, like, out of context movie lines. Yeah, and then he said something like, "I think it was Bill Paxton." He said, um, "Stop your grinning, t- uh, take off your linen, or something." Oh, it was something like that. It was like a sweet rhyme. It was like, it you know, it was like drop trow or something like that. You know, whatever I said last week, it was in the same vein. I was like, oh shit, you know, that's the same vein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stop your grin and drop your linen. Oh, that's what Cole. Yeah, yeah thanks, yeah. Cole Dasset. Appreciate it. That's hilarious. Those are two great movies. Two great movies. I enjoyed both of them. Um, the same guy oh, uh, directed both of them, didn't it? Uh, wasn't they both uh, James Cameron? I one was Rid- the first one was Ridley Scott, and the oh. next one was um, James Cameron. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, and uh, oh, what I said last week was where I am so highbrow that I'll drop trout. Mm. That's what I said, but it's it's I would say it's in the same vein as stop your grinning, drop your linen. It's. You know, it's uh, it's the same but different. You know, same but different. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. What's it, man? Well, Game over. Game over. Oh my gosh. What are we gonna do now, man? Jeez. Did Bill Paxton pass away? I think he did, didn't he? I don't know that. I don't know. I I 
thought he did. I don't know. Yes, he did. Oh, he did. 2017. Yeah, 2017. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From what? I don't know. From, uh, from, doesn't say. He had a musical career? Oh, wow. He wasn't that you, old at all. I mean. No, no. He's the same age as my dad. Oh. Huh. huh. His family filed a long, a wrongful death lawsuit against damn. a surgeon. Oh, damn. Hmm. Developed yeah. complications such as a ventri- ventricular dysfunction, mm-hmm. tachycardia, and compromised right coronary artery. Oh, damn. Which they claim was uh, the cause of his death. The coronary, coronary artery damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Man. goodness. Man. That really sucks. He suffered a yeah. stroke. Whoa. Jeez. Uh, that was the ultimate cause of death. Whoa, he did like... 19, so from 1980 to through to 2003, he had like music videos and stuff. Artist Barnes and Barnes. Wow, he like did music and stuff. That's wow. cool. I didn't know that. I wonder what he played. Did he sing? Oh, main character. What is main? Oh, he was just in the music videos. Oh. But I wonder what Barnes and Barnes was. Comedy, rock, new wave, synth pop, experimental. Oh my goodness. That's interesting. Oh, there's so many interesting things here. Gosh, he did a whole bunch of stuff. Wasn't he, he was in that a- movie Twister? Um, Twister. Oh, with Helen Hunt, right? I think he was, yeah. actually. Wasn't he? Um, let me see. Yes, he was. Yes, yeah. Bill the Extreme Harding. Oh, I love that. That's pretty the funny. The Extreme. Extreme. The Extreme. <laughs> oh, well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's disappointing to know he's uh, not with us anymore. Yeah. Yep. Do we have any more voicemails? Well, I wanted to see what you had. Uh, oh, what any, I had. Anything more about uh, dreams, emotions in them and such. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I mean, there are, you know, dreams do affect, like, you know, our... You know, I, I think they do affect our real life, you know, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time, you know, if we're experiencing emotions like that's or suppressing things, you're often acting out on them in your dreams. Um, yeah. And 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 I and I think that's uh, and I do think that's true. Um, a lot of what my research has been was it fi- was finding a lot of anecdotal stuff. Um, and what I've always, what I've always enjoyed, um, because I've had so few dreams where, uh, ah, Uh -uh. I just hit some, I just hit the microphone stand because I have to talk with my hands like animately, you know, like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, just just moving my hands around, right? Oh, I gotta Um, say, we uh, we did have a boostergram come in a while ago. It was uh, for three 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 from Booberry saying, lady. Slow down on the retard juice. And that was the uh, quantum camel eclipse we had. Oh, well, thank you, Booberry. Oh. This is the juice. Well, I love your outfit today. Looking good. Wow, hello, Pizzaboo, how you doing? 
I, I was watching uh, a live uh, a live stream with Booberry and Lavish and a, and two couples that they were talking to about Bitcoin. I I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was a lot of fun. It was on Friday, Friday night. Oh. I was watching that. It was a lot of fun. And I have to say, Booberry and and Lavish, they they had uh, talked about Bitcoin in a way that um, that people who were, you know, layman to it, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, um, could understand and 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 uh, digest it. And I and I felt that that they, they, they did a great job and I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud. So. So I, it was so fun ah. to watch. Uh, I was just really happy to watch that. <laughs> they did oh, such yeah. a great job. Flam, flam, flam. Uh, flam, flam, flam. Um, oh, I was talking about something. You had an article here that you sent me. Oh, yes, I did. I did send you an article. I did send, uh, um, and I was, I was also going to talk uh, just briefly uh, about um, interpretations of dreams. Because sometimes you can actually, I, I um, yes, uh, my train of thought um i've had so few dreams where i where i was where uh i would pick out like a certain um aspect of a dream and then just i can look it up and like why am i dreaming about that because because certain certain things i i would remember uh about a dream anyway um that i digress um i sent you uh, a couple of things I, I think I just sent you the one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I thought this was uh, this was interesting. Um, emotions and mood. Uh, does and, it uh, does it deserve this? Yeah, I think we could do that. I think I think there's no reason why we can't. Oh, excellent! Time now for a hog story. Cold read. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, there is a level of human experience which is typified by et- intense emotional and physical response to life. Such emotions and bodily drives may remain almost entirely unconscious until touched by exploring your dream content in the right setting or by being revealed by dramatic events in your life when such feelings and bodily movements arise as they do in dreams we may be amazed at their powers and clarity we are all unconsciously aware of how emotions and mood flow into physical movement and actions as well as influencing our personal response to life we recognize how someone who is vivacious is expressing lively emotions. Similarly, someone who is depressed physically is obviously withdrawn emotionally. In fact, emotions are not only what energizes us, but also what can pull us down, cause us to withdraw or give up. The feelings we have about people and events are also sensors telling us how we are responding, what frightens us, what excites us. So, any means used to deaden emotions such as nicotine 
Alcohol and painkillers also deaden those sensors. It is now well known that emotions can have very destructive effects on the body, as in grief and anxiety. Also, the healing effects of laughter and pleasure are equally marked. Dreams help us see how our moods and emotions are influencing our health and general responsiveness in life. If we take away the images and events uh, occurring in a dream and simply look to see what feelings or emotions are evident, the dream is often more understandable than if we try to interpret the symbols. Feelings in, in dreams are nearly always undistorted. I think so, too. Uh, we therefore do not need to interpret them, simply to recognize them and see if we can recognize where they occur in our in waking life. Huh. This is a very long article, but um, yeah. But I, I see what he's getting at. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he said that was was like it's not so much you know the like the symbols. Um, because they're very difficult to interpret, which which harkens back to what I was talking about with with like symbols and dreams is, is is often what I'll remember in a dream. And then I want to look up that symbol. Like, why am I why am I, um, you know, seeing uh, I, I'm just going to pull up one that uh, I can see here. Why? Why did I dream about earwax to dream that you have excessive earwax suggests that. There is something you are refusing to hear, like that type of, you know. But, uh, I mean, that's. I don't know. Well, it's, no, I, I I see what you're getting at, um, <clears throat> but I mean the the whole dream interpretation thing. I was given a book when I was younger about interpreting dreams, and it's all a bunch of hooey. Because how do they know? How do how do you know what the image of anything means to someone in a dream? Especially well yeah. enough to write a book about it and so many other symbols. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the part that's, uh, to me, you know, bogus. Because yeah. there's no way of knowing what, what a symbol means to one person versus another person. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've, I've never, I don't know, I've never given much credence to, to what I find when I search for, you know, what does it mean when you dream about whatever, like wolves yeah. or anything mm -hmm. uh, but it is the emotions that that stick sorry i'm trying to extract something from a plastic package here it is a uh it's one of these newfangled delta eight pre-rolled joints oh fancy it's yeah, from a strain called tangy Ooh, tangy uh it says it's uh contains 18.91 percent total cannabinoids but then it's got at the very bottom in bold letters not marijuana <laughs> well, that's fun. Sure, but um, but it's not not marijuana, right? Yeah, got it. Exactly. Now, one thing I have uh have encountered um, <clears throat> really last night even uh, talking about laughing in a dream, I still haven't that I can recall. Yeah. But uh, it's a a dream involving um like a jester, a uh, you know a trickster. Yes. The um. You know, the archetypal fool character. Mm -hmm. And it could have been that I was discussing it and it had been on my mind uh, as far as talking about it on the show. Yeah. So that could be why I, I dreamt of it. 
<coughs> Excuse me. But it was a an odd dream. Hold on. I had to mute myself. Where um I was in a place like a kitchen is is the only way I could describe it. Yep. And I was looking for stuff in the cabinets. Trying to help this lady, I guess, find an ingredient for something. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. But she asked me to go into like this cupboard and the dream changed. Like I walked into this place and I was in a totally different area. Um, it was in this tiled hallway. Now I've had dreams in this place before where the walls, the ceiling, the floor are just covered in tile like you would see in a um, locker room, you know, mm-hmm. like bathroom tile. That thick square tile. And it's an off-white sort of color that you would see in various institutions. Um, so I was I was in this place, going through the cupboard into this place. And um, when I'm when I'm in that tiled place, I have this sense sense of urgency that I don't need to be seen. I, there's something I need to find, I need to do it in a hurry. And so I had that same sensation. And as I'm walking through these hallways and corridors that's what i see mm-hmm. is a jester but he's not wearing like medieval court jester clothes it's like a entire bodysuit like covering up his head and everything hmm. with uh the typical tendrils um and like a zigzaggy uh black and white striped pattern all over him and uh he keeps appearing and disappearing, like beckoning me down various hallways and stuff. And I yeah. follow him till I realize he's leading me down the wrong way. And uh, after I realized he was leading me the wrong way, I turned around and started walking back. And he'd keep appearing. But each time he appeared later, is it was it frightened me more and more. You know, not mm-hmm. that he had changed. He wasn't doing anything different. It was just, it was like the feeling that, he knew I was onto him, and so he was he was trying to corral me back to the way he wanted me to go, and that he wasn't happy with me not not doing that so each time he uh he appeared and and stuff it just frightened me and it was it was odd because even the first time I saw him in the dream, I was weirded out a little frightened, yeah, and after I woke up and was thinking about it, thinking about clowns and gestures in general like the first time I saw a clown at a birthday party, I was scared of it. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be typical for children, too. Their initial reaction to clowns isn't a positive one. It's, oh, no. It's apprehensive. It's frightened, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, why is that? If they're used to bring, you know, joy and laughter and whatnot, why is our initial reaction to seeing them one of fear and apprehension, you know? Well, it kind of reminds me of, like, like ho- horror uh, movies or something like, like, um, but even before seeing horror, I didn't see any horror movies as a young kid. My mom didn't let me watch those. So I I had no, no, uh, I had no, no foundation to think of clowns as scary from, you know, TV or movies. Yeah. The first, you know, the, the things, um, in my life that I can remember anyway, as far as media goes, when it comes to clowns, we're like, Ronald McDonald and Bozo yeah. the Clown. Yeah, me too. Her weren't they, those weren't overtly scary in any way. But when seeing a clown in real life, I was scared. And mm. that image of um a clown or a jester, and I kind of 
lump them both in the same category because they they do kind of the same job, you know? Yeah. Where they laugh at things, um, they'll they'll point out the uh, the absurd in in situations and and in life and laugh at it, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there are even Native American tribes, or so I've heard that. Yeah, they they had typical roles of you know a chieftain, a chief, uh, a shaman, and everybody else had their roles as share. But there was also the role. I don't remember what they called it, but it was a jester type. That's mm-hmm. all they did was make jokes about things and ridicule people, and uh, and and point out uh, hypocrisy and and just you know be funny and joking no matter what. That was their entire job. Yeah, yeah. To kind of keep everybody in check, and th- you know, I guess to not get too full of themselves. Um, but there are there are societies. I mean, we even in uh, ancient Egypt. Fuck ancient Egypt. They had the role of a jester, who was also yeah. kind of like a trickster. Mm-hmm. I may or may not have talked about it on the show, but the last house I lived in and this house also had a little uh, trickster entity, ghost, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. that lives here with me. Yeah. Hides my keys and my... Uh, I mean, you could say losing my lighter is a result of, uh, you know, the marijuana poisoning. No, I just took your lighter. I yeah, that's usually the case. Yeah. But it's so small objects you can pass off as that, but larger objects uh, go missing. I had a, a one of those six plug uh, power supply strips. Oh, yeah. It's a rather large object for me to lose, especially when I keep such tight reins on how I organize my electronics. Mm-hmm. One of those went missing and then turned up right after I gave up looking for it. It turned right up, right over an area I had been walking. Um, yeah. I had a flute, an entire flute, like case and all, go missing. Yeah. And that's uh, not something too small either, even though compared to other band instruments it is, but uh, compared to keys or a lighter, it's large. Oh, that yeah. That was missing for over a year. And then mm-hmm. it turned up in my closet in a place I would have never put it which was behind a box on a shelf. Like I wouldn't put a flute, even though it is in a case, behind a large heavy box like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just noticed that this box was back away from the wall, even though I remembered putting it squarely against the wall. I'm particular like that where if I, if I see something, like see an object or physically touch an object, I'll remember where I saw it, where I yeah. touched it last. Mm-hmm. Um, and I vividly remember putting that box on that shelf and making sure it was all the way back against the wall because it was heavy and I didn't want it to fall off or fall forward. Mm-hmm. And so to have that flute turn up back there behind it was very strange and uh, unexplained, really. Yeah. But going back to like the trick to, trickster, you know, the, the joker, even, uh, that type of character where it's somewhat malicious but they're laughing and trying to get you to think it's all in good fun Mm -hmm. now given with all my stuff that does that it does turn back up it is like it isn't good fun for whatever whatever's doing it but that's that's one of those things that is really strange to me so i do read up on it but the more i read up the more shit i find of how this image of a trickster especially a, a jester type thing where the two tendrils coming off the top of the head is like either seen as a hat. Uh, the Hopi Indians had a character where 
those two tendrils were part of its body. It's mm-hmm. the, the Hopi Kachina, K-A-C-H-I-N-A. Uh, they were they were little trickster entities that the, the Hopis uh, believe came around to uh, joke around and play tricks on you. People yeah. often see similar things when they uh, discuss what, what they've seen on DMT trips. Hmm. Yeah, they'll laugh at them. They'll they'll poke at them. They'll they'll insult them in uh, funny ways. I do believe yeah. even Rogan talked about seeing them. Now yeah. they they pointed at him and laughed and told him he was full of shit and that sort of stuff. I mean, of course, there's Carl Jung who talked about all those cross cultural archetypes. Mm-hmm. But it's that that shit's really strange because you would think if people had a shared image, even. You know, even if it is a basic archetypal image, it has to come from some shared experience. Yeah. So where do we experience these things together, even though we're separated by time and distance? Uh, For me, I I think the dream world, the dreamscape or realm or dimension, whatever you want to call it, is a very real place. And... uh, we get there either by dreaming or achieving some state in meditation or through drug use. Mm. And, you know, when you're asleep and dreaming, like, you have a good way to justify the crazy images you see by going, oh, it was just a dream because we've been told all our lives that, oh, baby, that was just a dream. You know, don't worry about it. That's just a dream. When you wake up from a nightmare and your parents try to console you, you get the the idea that the dreamscape is... Not a real place. It's just where your brain is processing things. Mm-hmm. But as as I've gotten older and I've experimented with drugs and I uh, and I remember to document what I dream after the fact, uh, I've had some really re- real real dreams where I've I've been to whatever place. Like I was saying with the 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 tiled place. Yeah, I, I've been there often, and I have these these episodic dreams. Mm-hmm where they're not consecutive day-to-day dreams and I'll have other types of dreams in between, but I'll go to these similar places and pick up where I left off with, mm-hmm. with the dreams. Now, this, that didn't happen this time with this um, tiled place. I, I went into it from another dream. But the sense of urgency, the feeling I had in that place was still the same. It's yeah. Certainly, it's underground because I can feel that. If you've ever been deep underground in a building you feel like you're underground you know yeah you can feel the weight of the earth and the pressure and just the sense of being in the ground you know of course and so it's like that in this place and um but that's that's just pretty much it that i i think we uh we do go to a shared area um beyond the reality we see with our eyes um, to a to a reality that's made up of I don't know you know if it's energy or emotion it's whatever we experience it with our mind purely our mind because our body doesn't go there but our mind makes up everything we perceive with our body so there's really not much difference from traveling there physically versus mentally yeah and I think that's completely possible and not not outside the the realm of even scientific possibility everybody's so obsessed with the religion of science nowadays um that just because we're not there physically doesn't mean we're not there metaphysically and that's still within the 
the bonds of physics, you know? Yeah. Because uh, physics and metaphysics are the same thing. We, I mean, we're talking about emotions. We all know what emotions are. We all feel the emotions. When I say the word anger, you know exactly what emotion I'm, I'm talking about. Because we all feel it. We've all felt it before, is what I mean. Yeah. But it's not a physical, tangible thing. They do no. talk about being able to cut the tension with a knife. But that's still yes. just a, a metaphor for what you're feeling. Yeah. But that's metaphysical. But nobody in science says emotions aren't real. No, that's true. So it's the same thing. It's, it's the yeah. exact same thing. We get these emotions from dreams and they make us feel these emotions. That's a very real thing. Yeah. And um, now, I, like you, I've met people in this dream world that had very real faces. I didn't meet Justin Trudeau, but yeah. I've met people in the dream world that I've never met in real life. Yeah. But I know if I did meet them in real life, I would recognize their face and more than likely recognize where I had seen them before. Like, but you would freak somebody out if you said, oh, hey. Yeah. I met you true. before. Not not in the real world. I met you in a dream. But hey, here you are. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You and mm -hmm. I stole a chest from a church. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very strange. And the, the, uh, the not myself not having laughed in dreams. And then uh, just recently having a dream involving a jester type character, even though I had talked about it with you. Um, yes. Uh, still, the, it was very real. The, the way it looked almost in like, I mean, the black and white zigzag pattern is prevalent when people talk about the dream world also. Just look at the stuff that David Lynch has done. Yes. I mean, in, in Twin Peaks, that zigzag pattern, well, not just Twin Peaks either, that zigzag pattern is in all sorts of places, on the floors, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, or in people's suits or clothing. Or black and white checker. You know, it's a, it's always black and white, and it's always an alter, alternating pattern. It is. Um, and so, what does he know about it, really? I mean, he's mm -hmm. big into uh, transcendental meditation. Uh but uh, Tim Burton, he he uses that also. Beetlejuice, uh, Jack oh, Skellington, yeah. and, and Nightmare Before Christmas. A lot of the yeah. motifs in uh, 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 what's that? Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yes, yeah, black and white, alter alternating patterns of black and white. And um, even in that dream where it's like a tiled room, it's almost like that. The tiles are white, and the grout uh, in between is black. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it does, it does make this odd pattern um, as it goes on and on and on, uh, you know, like a long hallway. Yeah. So I don't know if that means anything uh, or the, that they know uh, what they see in the dreamscapes is a real part of all of our human experience. And so they're, they're documenting it and using it to convey certain emotions uh, in their artwork. Yeah. I mean, there's in the in the uh, in the Abbey. Uh, what is it? Um, like the Royal Abbey. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. This checkered, checkered yeah, black yeah, yeah. and white. Oh yes, uh, uh -huh. floor. Uh -huh. Yeah, in the uh, in the Abbey. So you know where royalty gets like you know married and all that. There's there's a whole section of uh, checkered, um, black and white flooring. 
And uh, I'm not sure what the significance of it is, but it, it is there. Well, I mean, even even in Freemasonry, there there is the the Shriners, and those guys dress up yep. as clowns to yep. go visit. I've children. worn one of those hats before. Oh, you're special at fez. <laughs> My friend uh, gave it, let me wear, wear his fez. I thought that was fun. I don't know if I'm allowed uh, to say that. Oh, amongst, my gosh. Amongst the uh, Shriners, yes. there is a, a even more special organization called the Royal Order of Jesters. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I haven't heard of that. There's so many sects out there. I know there's the, uh, the um, oh, there's so many. It doesn't matter. There's, there's just so many. There's a there's a female sex that uh, that uh, that are out there as well. Um, oh yeah, they don't count. Like any high level mason uh, is not letting a woman in. Like that's that's just all. No, for they show. have their well, they have their own. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. Th- their I own know. groups. Yeah. That, and no, often, that's just all it, for oftentimes show. it's just for baking. Exactly. Yeah. That's just to appease the idiots down at the bottom. Now the the royal order of jesters describes itself. Uh, saying, whereas most Masonic bodies are dedicated to charity, the Royal Order of Jesters is a fun degree with absolutely no serious intent. The motto is Mirth is King. Huh. I don't know, but comedy is a it's a serious business. So I don't know. Hard to hard to gonna have to sell me on that a little bit harder. They uh they they limit their their um, in- initiations to only 13 a year. Hmm. A little magic number there. So there's that. Yeah. Oh, they were started uh, 1911. What do you know? It's a good number. Yeah, it is. February 20th to hmm. 20, 1911. Huh. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. Let's see. That's four. That's five. Uh, that's a, a 14, which is... Still a five plus a one and another one is a seven. Yeah. You get from February 20th, 1911. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Anyway, I don't know where I was going with that other than it's odd uh, yeah. with the uh, the prevalence of jesters and, and being fearful along with clowns. And then. Yeah. Yeah. The, the it's whole, supposed to, we're uh, supposed to laugh, but also be afraid. I, but I mean, it goes back to horror movies. It goes back to what I was talking about the um, aliens. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I have, I my humor. There's, I've got the gallows humor. I come from an industry where the gallows humor is essential. Yeah, have to laugh at all that because if you can't, I don't know what you're doing. You know, it, you know, it goes back. It goes back to the, you know, Coors Light. You know, that's the driver's beer. That is yes. the that is the joke. I'm, you know, I'm. I don't want to get into what I know. I blew my own mind. Yeah, I don't want to get into what I know. Oh, what well, we should me. get into, or let others get into. It's uh, time for behind the schemes. I'm sorry, I just realized the time here. And uh, oh yes, behind the schemes with lavish and booberry. Lavish and booberry. Oh. Oh shit! They're getting behind them schemes tonight. Oh, booberry! I love your outfit. Looking good, lavish. I'm so proud of those guys. I was like, the video and everything. They were talking about Bitcoin. I loved it. I loved it. They're tremendous. 
Tremendous. I loved it. Okay. Thanks, of, guys. As far as shows that are. Lavish, I love your outfit, too. Yes. Uh, yes. You can love it. Leave them a screen mail at 612-263-60-SXXY or 7999. Yes. Do it. And uh, I will be dropping off the No Agenda stream for them. Oh, right about now. Here you go. Boo Bear Peekaboo, how you doing? There we go. Excellent. Yeah. Very well, cool. We do have voicemails. Well, hit me with a voicemail. Oh, well, it helped if I was using the correct mouse. What's up? Call it direct, call it collect, but call it today. Joe Biden said come, and most of them come with a phone number. 430-201-4841. You're Jeff Goldblum. Adorable. Hello. Uh, I Hello. was going around town, and I was trying to find somebody who's part of the TED Talk community. And I went around, and I was like, excuse me. I said, I said, excuse me. Are you part of the TED Talk community? And they were like, uh, no, we're not. Maybe he is. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Are you And finally, I met a guy who I was like, I was pretty suspect of this man. It was quite sus, as the kids say. Mm. This guy's name was Ted. Oh. And I was like, hey, man, you can't fucking bullshit me, dude. I know you know what I know, what I want to know. So I was like, Ted, we need to talk. You need to, get, you need to tell me about your community right now. And uh, now I'm hanging out under a bridge with all of Ted's friends. So, so I think this is a, a step in the right direction after all. <laughs> I, I want you to know that we're going to get the hog on the Ted. We're going to get Ted hogged. Ted One hogged. way or another. Yes. God damn it. Oh, I my want goodness. my fucking Ted hogged. I love it. See? Oh, this is great. See, you can suck my dick. It's also what he said under the bridge. Oh, I love this. Sounds fucked up to me. It's a getting hog story on TED Talk. It's quite lavish. It is quite lavish. Thank you, lavish. There are some good um, uh, uh, transcription fails here, like TED hugged. You I know like what? That. I mean, we have to have that as a title, obviously, because... Well, sus um, his kids is another one. Well, say that again. Sus his kids. Sus his kids. I was like 10. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. No, there's some good ones. There are some good ones. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so excited. Somebody's going to get us on TED Talk. This is so good. How about, excited. We appreciate that very much. We do. We do. That I didn't know that uh, that we needed to be on TED Talk and now I know. This episode, you know, 320, that's when Carolyn decided Hog Story needs to be on uh, have a TED Talk. Excellent. Hit me with a voicemail. You're killing me. Next caller. Wham. Wham. Uh what? Oh my goodness. Caller, call us back. We can't think, hear you. I think that was uh, the ghosts. Oh my goodness. Why? Let's try this the one. The ghosts? Okay. This is why we don't 
go into tapes? Because the ghosts call. The short answer is yes. I certainly have had emotive dreams. Okay. Uh, That's great. It's pretty freaking personal, so get ready. All right. When I was... 17 years old, I got knocked up, I got married because I was knocked up, and then my baby died of SIDS. And it fucked me up so bad that for years and years and years after, like up to maybe just a couple of months ago, I still have horrible dead baby dreams. And by dead baby dreams, I mean I'm killing the baby. I'm throwing it out a car window, I'm I'm putting it in an oven, I'm putting it in a a boiling pot of water. I have horrible, horrible dreams about dead babies because of this. Not sure why you'd want to ask a question like that, but there's your answer in the smoker. Well, I know that was Vox based on the uh, hog call there. I'm sorry to hear about that. That's um, terrible. Carolyn, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You all right? No, I'm, I'm sorry, Vox. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm really sorry to hear that. It's so terrible. Well, it is terrible, but... I'm sorry. I can stop. No. I mean, you're doing nothing wrong at all. It's, um... I don't know. Does there, does everything happen for a reason? That's one of those platitudes people give. I mean, I'm, I'm fairly certain that Vox has kids now. And so, uh... No doubt in my mind, she loves them. And... You take those terrible experiences and you you learn from them. And you don't forget them. How could you? But yeah, yeah, it's it's true. I'm I'm you sorry. Keep, I, you keep I that mean... emotion. No, it no, it's good. It, feeling emotions is a good thing. No, it's it's yeah, it's all right. It's it's okay. It's don't worry, don't worry. It's it's okay. I'm I'm just reacting. Is yeah, that's what I mean. The the emotions are a good thing, and even for her, how terrible it, it was, and still is to recall it it's um those emotions are there for a reason they they help us with our 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 human purpose of being here you know of of living a life yeah and um it's all in how we handle them that's what makes us who we are oh it's true i i'm i i just i was trying to hold back and i just i and i'm sorry i'm sorry to hear that and uh I I just empathize, mm. and I'm sorry to hear that. We appreciate you sharing with us, Vox. Thank you for feeling that you could share that with us. Um, I, I I appreciate that because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not that's not an easy thing to to talk about. And thank you for doing that. No, I I couldn't imagine. I mean, uh, well, for all the shit people talk about men being a man, like that is one of the things I. That type of loss, I I won't ever experience, but I still fully understand how hard that would be, you know, and wouldn't wouldn't want it for myself, that's for sure. And so, reliving it in the dreams, um, I know it can be rough, but you know, uh, we do feel for you, and we're we're sending yeah. out the the Absolutely. legitimate higher end vibrations, the the good ones, the positive vibes, um, because that really. That that is real. Those type of things are real, and people blow it off by saying like "good vibes" and "good vibes your way." And Vox, don't feel bad for 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 
having us play that or anything like that. I'm, I'm, it's just, I guess it's just my, my re- own reaction. And I'm, and I've just, I'm imagining, uh, anyway, I'm, I, there's, you know, I mean, it's just, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, sadness, sadness and emotions like that are the same as any other emotion. You wouldn't be apologizing for feeling elated and overjoyed, you know, like you would if you had expressed anger or in this case, sadness. I mean, you shouldn't apologize for the emotions that, that you feel, you know, especially when they're valid. It's, it's a valid moment to uh, express those emotions. Yeah. It wasn't out of place or anything. There's nothing to apologize for. Um, no, no, no. You don't have to apologize for anything. It's no. It's, it's no, uh, no yeah. It's, nope. it's good oh. that you just verified that you're, you're a human and now we won't yes. have to kill you because we thought you were an android for a long time, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, it <laughs> yes. could have been because... The truth is, everyone's getting stoned. That could have been yep. why we thought you were an android, just classic paranoia. Write that down. Write if it down. They, Carolyn's not an android. Yep. If it, if it poops, it's a, not an android. Uh, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah, everybody poops, and if they don't, they're an android. Yeah. They should be destroyed. Yes. Okay, well that's good. Mm-hmm. This next caller, I doubt, is a uh, is an android. He uh, he could be. Uh, drinks a whiskey drink. Drinks a whiskey drink. Drinks a vodka drink. You never know. Hello. Yep, I'm here. Oh. Why didn't it That was a trickster, I guess. Did he say I'm a pig? He could have said I was a pig. You want to hear that again? Oh, it's all silent at the beginning. Hmm. Hello? Oh. Why didn't it be? I'm looking for my pig. They took my pig. What kind of pig? It's a truffle pig. Hmm. They may have a follow-up. Uh, no, I totally forgot. I, like, lost track of my train of thought when I was telling you guys oh. this uh, first email. But, uh, yeah. I had, uh, they got her to little cake. At the end of the night, a little too much to drink, like a fan. Uh, set it on the new, uh, roof of the car. Uh, took my, uh, suit coat off, uh, hung that on the hanger, put it in the car. Did all the other stuff that I'd set on top of the car, in the car. Yeah. Uh, except for the cake. Oh my gosh! They got from my mom for her 84th birthday. Whoa! So, so you left uh, it on top of the car? Cake on my lapel, uh, my suit coat, uh, a little, <laughs> uh, little frosting, a uh, little frosting on the wine glasses that they hung out, uh, handed out at the, uh, the wedding, and uh, a little no. frosting on the, uh, the roof of the car. Uh, oh my gosh! So he left the cake on top of the. On the, the car? of the car. Oh boy. Oh boy. You got frosting everywhere. Every everywhere. Got that frosting everywhere. Oh I've got teas. I've got cookies. No cake. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. It got so baked Ned, Ned left me on the roof of his car. Well, you know, wow. You you were left on the roof of his car. That's how baked I was. Whoa! Just mix like it the up, cake. just like you, like you're making a cake or something. Just mix it up. Oh my goodness! We got a couple more voicemails. Well, hit me with the voicemail. Oh! Wham! 
Okay, but- Clowns, motherfucker! Ah! Weird dreams. Yeah, uh-huh. indeed. Dreams are weird. No matter, no matter who's having them. You ever notice that? Most dreams are pretty weird. Anybody ever come up and say, Hey, I had a totally normal dream the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I've had I've had some I've had some pretty pretty weird dreams. Most of them. Most of them weird. I mean, can you recall any normal dreams? No. There's always there's always something strange about them. Um yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, that's it's it's really strange. It's mm. it's like this dream I had when when I, I Oh no, keep going. Oh. It was uh it was a house that I had keys to and I I had a separate dream and I went to the same house and it ended in the bathroom and I could see through the ba- through the windows or through the door of the bathroom in the window of the shower that people were coming oh. to the house oh. and oh. I thought I broke in but really I didn't break in because I had keys how did I have keys to this house it was so bizarre. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And it was not my house. It was someone else's house. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. There were violins and guitars everywhere. No, they weren't. Oh, was, uh, what about violins? There were violins, yeah. And lots of ducks. It was the duck man's house. Probably the duck man's house. It's my old my old neighborhood, the duck man. Duck clowns. Duck clowns. Did I ever tell you about the duck man's house? No. My old neighborhood? I, I recorded some duck sounds, but it was hundreds of ducks in front of this man's house. And he would feed the ducks. There were like 50 plus mallard ducks in front of this man's house looking for food. It was bizarre. Yep. And they all sounded like that. I believe it. Yep. It's nuts. That's a weird, weird dream about the, uh, the house. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, and like the first time I didn't break in, I remember having a key and it was in my left hand. I was, I was given this key and it was in my left hand. Um, and I could, I could go in there. It's like, this is, but then the second time I was there, I, I didn't feel like I was welcome. It was more, um, I was, I was, I was let in because I had a key, but I was also breaking in at the same time. Oh, were you like, for my pants? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, I had to get pants off. Certainly had to get pants on when I was in the bathroom. Oh yeah, you don't want to. You 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 don't want to be um, erased from existence. No, no, you don't. You don't. You think if you die in a dream, you die in the real world? Um, I've uh, I've I should have died in a couple dreams, but um, I didn't. Mm. Which was uh, I was in a uh, I've drove through uh, a media a um, where the edge of a median. And then it was like out into the sky. And then my car uh, went down this, uh, went down 
from like several several hundred feet and then it smashed and then I and then I woke up and then and then I got up I remember getting up and I didn't wake up I was actually like alive mm. and then I had in high school I remember I had this dream where I was shot in the head by the vice principal of my high school whoa yeah I don't know what that was about. I have a lot of dark dreams, you guys. You know, I don't laugh a lot, you know, in dreams. I laugh a lot in waking life, but the dark... I'm going to shoot him. Yeah, there's like a lot of dark dreams I have. I got to shoot him. The ones I have are just terrible. <laughs> in Texas, you can shoot about. pigs out of them. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know why that is, but... Yeah, just don't trust vice principals. That's right, Abel Kirby. Exactly. Just don't. They're telling They're you what to do. They're out there shooting at each other. We can't do anything about it. So we got some people out there looking for war in factions to tell yeah. them to stop. Yeah, I was smart to go walk home and uh, mm. not not hang out. Yeah. At school, you know, you you never know. A vice principal are going to shoot you in the fucking head. No, that's why you don't. <laughs> you shouldn't just. You shouldn't go to school. Yeah, you shouldn't go to school. You know, just just get a get a real get a job, you know, and uh, don't bother with being at school. So that's what I did, you know, but you know what I'm going to be doing? Coming back here in the smoker next Monday for episode 321 of Hog Story. And you know what else I'm going to be doing? What's that? The best of the F's. F is in Foxtrot with our boy, Sir Sir Seat Sitter, for abs in a six pack, October 12th. Wow. It's, uh, you know, I mean, he can't believe we're doing this, but you know what? I can believe we're doing it. We're skipping all of the vowels. Get out of here, vowels. That's smart. You know, you know. They're expensive nowadays anyway. They are. Buy a vowel. You have to buy a vowel, you know? And Pat Sajak's like, well, you're going to have to buy that vowel. I'm like, Pat, bud, you know. Bud, give me a break. Give me a break, you know. And he's just like, you know, with this inflation and everything, you can, nobody's buying them no vowels, okay? All right, so October 12th, Sir Seatsitter and I checking it out. Well, last Wednesday um, I was on his show. It was uh, episode right. 169. And it was called hashtag release the crater number. Beauties, love it. Yeah, I listened to a bit of that. That was a lot of fun. I was on there with uh, Sir Wes of the West Table. He has a podcast called Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash. Very cool. uh, We talked about ancient cataclysms and stuff, the moon, and space. Oh, wait, you gotta do it right. Uh, We talked about space. Oh, very nice get one of those it was a good time it always is with sir sir seat sitter that's right that's right so um yeah and thank you for everybody for producing the show and uh sending some booster grams and uh yeah we're podcasting 2.0 compliant so uh you can stream some sats when you download this show and that's a lot of fun or and or you can also send us a booster gram Mm. Uh, with uh, your podcasting 2.0 compliant app. Uh, oh, go I got a new- boost. Yeah, so I can be like, oh, I got a boost. Ah! Um, you go to nudepodcastapps.com um, 
or you can go to hogstory.com slash donate. Uh, if you found value in the show, you can give value back. We are a value for value uh, show, a podcast. Okay, yes, we well, um, uh, I have been Carolyn. And, and uh, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was uh, just going to say um, I'm not an android either. I have been Fletcher. He needs the agility boost for bow attacks. And you've been in the smoker with us. Until next Monday. Adios, mofos. Adios. Thanks for making me come. to play with me for just a moment here.